Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. Your host, Mr. Jono Petrahilos, currently generates over a million dollars a year selling his online courses. And now he teaches you how to do the same. Along with listening to our podcast, make sure to join the Course Creator Community Facebook group. It's one of the largest and most engaged Facebook groups in the space. You'll find the link in the show notes. Anyway, let's get to today's show. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star on the line this week. Now, I know I say that about every guest every week, but this person actually is a uh, rock star. He runs a very successful online course business that generates around $10,000 a month every month, and he's only had it up and running for about 12 months. So I'm super excited to hear this story. And also, before I introduce him, he's also documenting this journey as well in a blog. Uh, his blog is called coursefounders.com. I'll put that down in the show notes, and you can go and check that out. But without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Elliot Zelinskis. Elliot, how are you? Jono, good, man. Thanks for, for having me on. No, I'm super excited to come on. I'm super excited to hear this story. So uh, I'm, I'm going to hand it over to you, Elliot. Just start. We Maybe give us a bit of background first. Let us know a little bit about what the course is um, that you've got at the moment. Don't have to give away the specifics, but you know, a bit of a, an idea of what the course is. And then tell us that journey, man. Where'd you start? Why'd you start? And how'd you get to the, the 10K months? 100%. Okay, so I'm a third grade teacher. I still have my nine to five job. And a year ago, I had to pass a test that would qualify me to get my official teaching license. And I did super well in college as far as grades go. I just worked really hard. But there are a number of tests to take in order to become a teacher. And I took the first and the second and the third and passed them all on my first try. And then the final test, I took it and I failed it. And then I took it again, and then I failed it again. And I just couldn't believe that I had failed a test twice because I've never failed a test in my entire life except for this one. And so I kind of sat down and I reexamined what I was studying. And I looked at all of the study guides that I had previously purchased. And I realized that they were all published like 15 years ago. They're only printed in black and white. There's absolutely no diagrams or pictures or anything for a type of visual auditory learner like myself. And so I said, you know what? I am going to personally make the absolute best study guide. That's like bulletproof. If you have to take this test, then you will pass it with this study guide. And that was for me, right? And then I took the test and then I passed and I was like, this is awesome. And I was like telling a, a colleague of mine and I was like, yo, by the way, look at what I made. Because they asked, how did you pass the exam? Because they were preparing for it. They're a semester behind me. And so I showed them the study guide that I made. And their like, eyes like lit up and their jaw dropped. And they were like, oh, my God, you have to show this to someone. And I was like, you know what? I should probably publish it. And so I'm currently in Hong Kong. I teach at an, an American international school. And for anyone who's in Hong Kong right now, you know that there is a two or three week quarantine, depending on when you come here. And so I arrived here for a new teaching job last year. I got into quarantine. I had two weeks and I actually found out that I passed on my first full day of quarantine. I passed this Ooh. exam and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. And so I took my friend's advice. I made a little WordPress website and I used an application or a plugin called Easy Digital Downloads. And all I did 
I didn't modify or change my study guide at all. I just put it up online. John, I'm not from, I'm not sure if you're familiar with easy digital download. Do you know that? Never but, heard of it. Okay. It's super cool for anyone who wants to sell a digital product, like a PDF, not course, but a PDF mm. it's free and they don't charge you anything to sell it. It's just, it's an amazingly easy, uh, like plug-in to use. And so I put my study guide up for $14.99 and I made the website in 24 hours. Like, you know, I'm super bored. I'm all alone. I'm in a hotel. I'm doing quarantine. And I just like ripped on my computer and just built this WordPress website super quickly. And then I put it up online and by 11 PM, the second night. So on the, like, like the 48th hour, I hit the publish button. I closed my computer. And then because of jet lag, I believe like I woke up like a few hours later. It's like three, three AM. It's like Hong Kong. And I just do what we all do. Right. When you wake up, you like check your phone, like, you know, just see if anyone messaged you. And all of a sudden it said, I got a sale. And I was like, what do you mean? I got a sale because this was my first digital product that I've ever made in my whole life. And I didn't tell anyone that I made the digital product. It just had such good SEO because it has such Mm -hmm. low um, competition and there's so many people that have to take this test every single month that someone organically found it, bought it. And then I was like, oh my God. And then within hours, another person bought it. And then it just kept making sales every single day since the moment that I published it. I just, I couldn't believe it. And then, so I'm sitting there in quarantine and I'm thinking like, what else could I do? Like, clearly there's something here and I've heard about online courses and I didn't know much about them. So I started to like dig into online course industry and how to make them because I thought to myself, again, the whole purpose is to make it easier to pass this test. And as I mentioned before, the problem with the old study guides were that they didn't have any diagrams or anything. And I thought, well, mine did, but I can make it even better because I can put myself in front of the camera. I can visualize it. I can actually do like I can hand deliver how to pass this test using like all the information that you need to know in a video format. And so I made it again in quarantine and then I published it and then that just started taking off too. And then like, that's the intro story to it. Wow, man. That's so, um, <laughs> I love that story. That's one of the best ones I've ever heard. Um, Thanks, I'll share kind of my, my two cents on that. We are speaking about this um, offline me and Elliot, where what we've kind of found is a lot of successful course creators they're successful when like they've had a problem with something. It's similar with my story. You know, I used to be a personal trainer. I sucked at being a personal trainer. And then I you know, did a whole heap of courses to, to learn how to be better at it. And then I was like, oh, you know, how much better would it be if there was just one course that taught all of this stuff? So if it was someone like me come along again, they do this course and they don't suck. It's essentially the same store, same Genesis story that, that you've got there. So I, exactly. I lo- love hearing exactly. that. It's like take something that royally sucks for someone and help them do it easier. Yeah, 100%. And I, I like it also from the course side of things because I think a good course solves a problem. You know, I think there's a lot of course creators that are maybe like, you know, um, whatever, they're a good singer or they're a good piano player or whatever. And they're like, oh, I'm a good singer. So I'm going to put together a singing course. And that's okay. Singing courses can work, but it's so much easier if there's like a problem. If it's like Elliot had this problem and he's like, man, there's no, I've got this problem and there's no solution for this problem. Let me create that solution. So I exactly. love hearing that yeah. there. 
Um, yes. let's let's continue on, man. So what's what's going to happen from there? So you you put it on, you made sales straight away within twenty four hours or forty eight hours, and then yeah, you, know, you turn it to, into a course. And oh, actually, um, price point at the course is that still fifteen dollars, or is that more expensive? No, it's totally changed. I've really actively experimented with pricing, with um, branding, with colors, with well, font. Actually, actually, I've you, been, you know what? Like let's, this let's, has let's, really let's, become. Well, let's sorry, continue yeah. on. Actually, let's let's just keep on that story then. So, what's kind of, I guess, the the next thing? So you you had a few sales coming in straight away. What was the exactly. next thing you did from there? Yeah. So what I did. Okay. So first, um, you know, maybe I can um, open up like what I'm using. So. I first, like I said, I first used WordPress for the blog and then easy digital download to sell the PDF. But then as soon as I wanted to create a course, I kind of looked at my options and I examined Teachable and felt like that wasn't really right. And then I looked at Thinkific and Kajabi. And as you know, and probably most of your listeners know, Kajabi is just so expensive when you have no idea what you're doing and don't know if people want what it is. And so I went with Thinkific because you know, I think my plan was free, you know, it's yeah. like free for the first couple of courses. Yeah. And so I did that and it was a really cool, you know, I enjoyed the learning of building and all, all of it. And then that kept making sales. So I bumped up my Thinkific um, account to like, now it's at a subscription and people pay a monthly fee for the access. So to answer your question, John, about the pricing, originally it was $14.99 and that got you the PDF study guide. And then every single month I kept making more sales and I kept increasing the price. So then it went to $29.99 a month and then it went to $39.99 a month. And then I started selling it for $99 a month, a one-time payment. And that went super well. But then at that point, I was like, okay, I know that it's not worth more than $99 because Mm -hmm. the test itself is just a little bit more. It's about $150. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with this, I'm kind of stuck with the price because of course people don't want to pay more than the actual test. Yep. Otherwise you might just take it twice or something, right? Now, I just want to take a minute and let everyone know if you're a course creator, you've already got a course and it's not quite selling, uh, or if you're still in the process of putting your course together at the course creator community, we actually have a VIP group coaching program. It's the best program of its kind and the most affordable as well. So if you'd like some extra help and guidance in either putting your course together or selling your online course, I recommend joining the course creator community VIP program. I'll put the links down in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. So after a one-time payment of $99, I'm thinking to myself like, okay, I want it to be more accessible for the user and I want to build a smarter business. And so mm-hmm. how can I kind of, um, you know, like aim at both of those objectives and kind of hit them? So I landed on trying subscriptions and it's been going really well because I can... Uh, price the online course test prep lower than $99, but it's a subscription. So they pay every month, which also allows me to know who's using the program. Mm. Because if you are giving someone a one-time fee and then they have it forever, you never know. Like for this test prep, you don't need it forever. You only need to pass and then you don't need it again. So with the subscription, it allows me to know how long the average person uses the test prep for and of course, if they're not going to use it anymore because they passed, then they end their subscription. And for me, it has actually ended up being 
kind of more fair for me, but also, re- or sorry, more fair for the, the user, but also a recurring monthly revenue source for me as the creator. Gotcha. And what, what's the price for the membership now? It's thirty nine ninety nine a month. Gotcha. And they stay how many months on average? Great question. It really ranges. You have the people who are really on it and they um, they cancel the subscription like at the day 30 mark, which you yeah. know is great. You know, I don't want anyone to be charged if they're not using it because yeah, of course yeah. that would create like unhappy people, even though the product is really good. But yeah. you do have a lot of people that seems like they just kind of ride with it. And I think like a lot of subscriptions, um, yeah, about you, it. <laughs> you have, you have, a, have it for a couple extra months. Right. So I think it's probably like, <laughs> that's a good way to putting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's I right. Elliot, yeah, I come from the fitness industry, right? That's gym yeah. memberships 101, you know, exactly. hundred percent. And so I would say the average person has it for four months. So that would be about $120 each person. Gotcha. Okay. And so you're doing give or take about $10,000. Did we say from this? Exactly. Yeah. This, because we're recording this on the last day of the month, um, I've pretty much seen what August has been and it, it, you know, I'm looking, I'm like a pretty like, you know, strong financial nerd. Like before I ever like started like online course or anything, I was just, you know, on it for my salary and my savings. But I have been keeping like a pretty, like, I guess like an extremely diligent spreadsheet and I can see the increase every month and it's just been going up every single month. But yeah, like this month is 10K and last month um, was just a little bit less than that. And it's just been an increase of about $1,000 every month. Okay. So you must have what, about 200 members in there, 200, 300 members. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Um, let me see. Uh, at least, I mean, um, like right now, I bet I have, yeah, like a solid 100, but yep. uh, nearly like over a thousand people have taken the course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool, man. And it's just the membership now, right? It's not the upfront or can they do both or how does that work? Yeah. So you ju- you pay for the access to the test preparation. And what I've added since adding the subscription is that there's a pay, like there's a community for the people who are inside, which they really like, because yeah. then instead of a Facebook group where you have all of these people who just haven't left the Facebook group, you mm. also like you have this paid community where you're only inside if you're currently enrolled, which means that you're currently studying. And so I see people say like, hey, I'm studying for this part of the exam. Can anyone check my written response? And like, it's been like a great, like tiny community for people to like achieve what they're trying to achieve, which is just pass this test easier, faster, like even better. And that community is not on Facebook, did you say? So I have a community on Facebook and it's a good 
um, like lead in because yep. people search this test on Facebook, yep. but this community is in Thinkific. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So the free community is on Facebook, the paid community is on Thinkific. Right. Awesome. Gotcha. All right. Cool, man. So, all right. That all sounds good. Let's, let's talk about, I guess, the model a little bit. So tell us about the, the marketing. Is it um, mainly just SEO? People are typing in this term and your website's popping up or you've got a social presence as well. How are you getting the, the leads? Yeah. So 60% of my leads come from organic SEO That's and true. about 30% come from YouTube. And then the other 10% is uh, I would say 5% is like uh, Facebook and then 5% like kind of surprisingly because I asked them when they uh, sign up, like, how did you hear about it? Is that professors and their classmates have been like promoting this course um, to them. So that's about 5%, but yeah, that's the makeup. Love it. Okay. So a couple questions with that, your organic SEO are you like an SEO guy? Did you do keyword research and optimize the website or did you pay someone or did it just happen? Like, how did that work? So a little bit of both. So luckily this test is a total bummer for a whole bunch of people every single month. Mm. And the crazy thing is that when I was in quarantine and I decided to make the, the test prep or at least like pick at it a little bit, I checked GoDaddy domains and the actual, like the name of the test and oh, test.com oh, was available. So yeah. like, let's just take a test that like everyone knows. And I know that you're from Australia, but you probably yeah. know it too. Like the SAT, you know, yeah, you know that, right? Yeah. I know the SAT. Yeah. I okay. see it on American so college like, movies. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So that would be like me going to GoDaddy and just searching S uh, sorry, like SAT test.com and it's available. So yeah. I own that for the test that I take. So I have like extremely good natural organic SEO from my domain name. Yeah. Secondly, because there's almost no one surprisingly writing about this test, mm. every single post that I've written, which is about a total of 20 blog posts, show up on the first page of Google after an hour I publish it. Mm. Love it. Well, I'm even, yeah. I'm a bit of an, an SEO nerd myself and I've just done a, a quick look here on SEMrush and I'll give... Um, the numbers for for some of the listeners. So from what I can see, there's about 2,400 searches a month for this test, right? To mm. put it in perspective, my, my major course at Fitness Education Online, they're called CEC courses over here, Fitness CEC courses, you know, continuing mm. education course. I think in the teaching world, you call them PD courses, you know, professional exactly. courses, that sort of stuff, right? There's about 100 searches a month for Fitness CEC courses, right for elliot's there's 2400 a month right yeah i also use have you heard of semrush at all elliot i have yeah and also hrefs which is like a yep. competitor of theirs yep yep well i'm on semrush now the competitive score is 23 percent right so it's zero to 100 if it's 100 percent, it's like impossible to rank you know you've right. got 23 percent, which is right. like you know super good so, it is super good, but to build off what you're saying, Jono, yeah, yeah. when I started, it was 10. Yeah, okay, there we go. So I think that additional 13 is my site. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, so and I think, so there's a few good things going on. And yeah, and just for the listeners as well that aren't maybe that SEO, well, I'll give sort of my take on SEO for the for listeners to take away from this. So um, 
to have, in my opinion, to have like good SEO or to make sales from SEO, your course needs to be something that people are searching. You know, it's fitness CCs, it's SATs, it's learn piano. You know, it's got to be something that that people are searching. Uh, and the more specific, the better. You know, mm-hmm. the advantage that Elliot and someone like myself has in the fitness CEC word uh, world are people are searching that to take a course. You know, right. let's let's learn, let's let's use for example the term learn piano. That would be good if you had a piano course to rank for learn piano. But people typing in learn piano aren't necessarily looking for a piano course. It is pretty related, but it's not as good as like piano course, you know, or piano exactly. course online. So exactly, that's, yeah. that's that's one thing there. You want to have a high search volume for people that want to buy your course. Um, and then also the competition side of things there as well. And then in terms of like SEO, there's many different factors at play, but one of the most powerful things is the actual domain. And that's what Elliot did. You know, he bought the domain with, with um, you know, that name on there, which is going, which, you know, if you do the right things, it'll, it'll come up high. So that's awesome. Um, YouTube, is that the same sort of thing? You, you, you named your channel after the test or, or how exactly. you, the, you, yeah, same yep, thing? the YouTube channel is the name of the test. Awesome. Well, you know, I think that's just, you've, you've, you've found an opportunity, you know, it's yeah. like, there's an opportunity there. You've done it. So I, I love that there. Um, okay. So all that marketing sounds good. And it sounds like from the sales side of things, it's just a buy. People just Google it and they're like, yep, this is what I need. I buy it or they YouTube it. Maybe they watch a few videos. They're like, yep, I just want to buy this thing. Is that the sales process? Like there's no emails or webinars or um, DMs exactly. or sales no, calls. It's it's so straightforward. No webinars. I don't even collect emails. They come, they buy, they go. That's it. That's sick, man. This sounds like yeah. a very good business model. Um, okay. And so the membership is... The membership is basically the course, right? The the course, right. there's no and um and the community there's no like um you know like live Zoom calls there's no lives it's it's pretty much just the course, right? Totally self-paced. Yep. And then you get like access to the community but you're I make it really apparent in the website that you are learning um like as a group uh like I'm not there to um like be your instructor but of course I chime in like a lot, you know, yep. with questions that they have because it's a pleasure, you know, yep. but, um, but it's, yeah, it's, there's no, like, let me check your practice test or there's no one-to-one work or anything like that. Love it. So in terms of like the way I look at any business, Elliot, I look at it in like four different sections. There's the marketing, the sales, the delivery, and the admin. It sounds to me like you're, you spend very little time on um, the admin side of things very little time on the delivery side of things, zero time on the sales side of things, and maybe a little bit of time on the marketing. It's it's what are you doing, like a blog a week and a YouTube video a week, something like that? Exactly. Yep, that's exactly yeah. it. So how many hours a week would you say you're, you're spending on um, this course business? Hmm. Well, to be honest, like the business just last month like is kind of like in concrete now but for the past three months i have been i like revamped the course the course was great it was exactly the material that i used to pass the test but i noticed that i could make it even better and so as a teacher i had the last summer off and i took the summer to just like make 
an insanely good test prep. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I just, what I did is I added uh, practice tests and I just made it even better, you know? So the last like two months, um, as I was redoing and just like adding to the course, don't, doesn't really count because I put a lot of time into it. And then mm -hmm. the, the last month, as I said, I've been really working on this for three months. The last month was trying to optimize um, everything that I could do in order to op um, to automate as much as I could. For example, I experimented with like getting Thrivecart as yep. well as group leads. So yep. like everything would be automated. And like the whole like idea was to honestly like build a machine. Mm -hmm. So I built it. And then I think people build machines and then forget that you can take their hands off the controllers. Mm -hmm. But that's my goal is to build and take my hands off so that it actually like runs even slicker without me. And, and so that's what it is now. And I would say now my goal was to do this by the end of August. So for the past month, um, I would say I almost don't touch it. That's awesome. That is a good business model. Zero hours of work and $10,000 of revenue. Yeah. And $10,000. And I'm guessing the expenses must be pretty low as well. In terms of like um, software, you've got, you're still on Thinkific, I believe. You're Correct. probably paying 100, 200 bucks there a month. Any, I think it's, I'm at, I'm at $80 a month. 80 a month. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm thinking of Australian dollars. Um, okay. So about 80 a month there, any other expenses or, or what about software? Is it just thinkific you're using? You, you got anything else? Yeah. So I do have a pro plan to Canva. That's yep. where I make the slides yep. and that's about $10 a month. Yep. Uh, I think I paid like for the year. So it might be like $8 a month, but yeah, about $10 a month. And then, as I mentioned, I did, uh, get group leads and yep. I found that for me, it, unless I didn't figure something out, what I really needed it to do is like group leads can take a set of people and accept them based on criteria. You know, we're talking um, for Facebook group, right? So yep. they, they... Let, let's just give a bit of background, Elliot. To, to my, I've yeah. never used it, but I've heard of it. It's essentially oh, okay. for people that are, that want to join your Facebook group, this will automatically accept them and put their emails in your database. Is that what it, is that what it does? That's exactly what it does. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so my goal with using, so for anyone who's not familiar, group leads is like a, a little machine used for Facebook groups in order to automate and get more information from them. So then you can email them and, um, you know, you know, stick with them. But from what I learned is that group leads can't, and I, I'm afraid to say this because I'm, I might be wrong, but I couldn't find a way that they would then accept the people in the Facebook group. And then what I really needed was to send an automated met, uh, automated welcome message mm. like to the group. And it, I don't, I couldn't figure out a way to do that. Mm. And also I realized that this test prep model, you really don't need people's email addresses because they either want it or they don't. It's not like I'm nurturing mm. anything. They have a test that's already scheduled and in something like 30 to 60 days, they need this product. And so they either buy it or they don't, you know, they, mm. they either buy it or they buy it from somewhere else. It's not like, um, where, yeah, you're nurturing a group for a year and then suddenly they're like, I trust this person and then they buy this thing. So yeah, yeah, group leads, yeah. I think can be awesome for a certain type of business model. I just don't need it. And so I'm no longer using it, but as far as other software goes, I think that's it. It's like, just thinkific WordPress and that's it.
That's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, cool, man. So I mean that that's that's pretty much all I wanted to cover from that side of things. There, there's just a couple of questions I like to finish up with. Uh, the first one is in regards to mentors. So I'm curious who your biggest mentors have been in the the course creator online marketing side of things. And if you could answer this in three different ways, Elliot, if you could answer it in terms of uh, a paid mentor to someone that you've paid money to, you've done their course or their program, whatever it is, uh, someone, an unpaid mentor. So someone that you haven't paid money to, but you listen to their podcast, you follow them on Instagram, you watch their YouTube videos, whatever it may be, uh, and a book that you recommend everyone should read if they want to be a successful course creator. So mentors, paid, unpaid, and book. Cool. Okay. So I've taken two courses. The first one I took was Matt Diggity's Affiliate Lab course. That was super good. That's an SEO course. It honestly made me kind of like an expert on SEO. And I took that a year ago. It has helped me know exactly what to do if you come across a project like mine, where all of a sudden you gain traction. So instead of asking myself like, oh, what do I do now? I already knew. And so that's mm -hmm. been super informational and helpful. So again, Matt Diggity's Affiliate Lab online course. And then I've also taken... Uh, copywritingcourse.com and that was really good too and uh, copywriting is you know super um, valuable and it's interesting what you can do with just changing words around so those are the two courses that I've purchased in the past um, as far as non-paid people that I really look up to I honestly this whole journey of um, like just starting a blog and everything started from my buddy Brandon I just have to say give him a shout out I won't say his um, handle or anything because he's this kind of entrepreneur that just builds businesses and isn't interested in like you know getting recognized for it or anything but I just have to because he's a buddy of mine and he really helped me out but another person who probably would like a follow is this guy named Peter Lovells and he's just a creative like maker so he's always making apps and I really like following him so if anyone's familiar with Peter Lovells or they're just interested in making stuff online you probably he'd be a good follow um, and then as far as mentors like a podcast the first podcast that I really got into for business, online business, is called Tropical MBA. And I definitely have to give them a shout out. Um, yeah, they're just super cool. They've been in the game for a long time. And what I really like about them is they don't pretend to be a guru or know what they're doing. In fact, they're kind of just like uh, sharing their story as they go along. And, and they've become like pretty successful. So I, I like that. That's called Tropical MBA. And um, I think that's it. Cool, man. So... And a book. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, a book. book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, again, I think this is probably really played out, but the book that also kind of like motivated or spurred all of this before all of the things um, and the people that I talked about uh, before is that book, uh, Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek. And that, oh, okay. like, that, like, that, like, idea of like creating a machine has, like, is now like embedded in me. And yeah, that's a classic for me. Yes, I love that book. I think that's a classic for a lot of people. The amount of um, f people's philosophies that books books change is amazing. Yeah. So, question, Elliot, what, what's next, man? You're gonna create another course. You're gonna go harder on this course. You're gonna keep teaching. You're gonna quit teaching. Um, you're gonna grow the course creator blog side of things. What's What's next for you? Cool question, man. Yeah, I'm really excited because the doors are wide open. As I mentioned, I still am teaching 
like nine to five job. And I signed a two year contract when I got here to Hong Kong. This is my final year. And I won't be continuing teaching because this experience has just shown me the light, mm -hmm. right? I think everyone needs to have one successful business and then you kind of, then you can like go off and do more mm -hmm. of what you want. It kind of gives you the skills and the confidence. And so what I want to do is I want to take what I've learned and learn how to scale. And so what I'm doing at the moment is I'm building a team of people who can help more teachers pass tests easier because mm -hmm. no matter what state you're in, teachers need to pass tests. And so what I'm doing is gathering like a kick-ass team of smart teachers and we're just making test prep and I'm learning how to scale it as I'm taking myself out of the business and I'm learning to work with people more and plan ahead of time. And these are all things that normally I just open up my computer and like write the blog post right then and there and then publish it right then and there. But this is a little bit more organized and it's challenging for me, but I'm learning a lot. So I've created a kind of mother company for teachers test preps and I'm building that, scaling it. And then as I mentioned, or as you mentioned right at the beginning, thank you so much, Jono, I have been writing a personal blog about what I've been learning and um, that's at coursefounders.com. And what I want to do is create a really small, tight group of course founders who are already making money and hey, already have successful online courses, but they also want to scale. Because again, I want to do this with people and I'm going to have 100 questions and they're going to have 100 questions. And I want to have a place to put them in like a small paid community. Because again, paid communities are just so different. They're mm -hmm. only people who are doing the actual thing as opposed to a free community where you get people who are kind of wafering in there. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep learning and keep building and hopefully keep growing. I love that. Can I give a, a suggestion in there, Elliot, that may really? be something else to add on? Because I'm just thinking it's not that different what you do and what I do, right? Sure. And I love the CEC side of things. And I'm thinking maybe that could be an opportunity there as well. Like if you've already got if you're building, going to have a whole database of teachers that have passed this test and you know, they're, they're teachers, like that's a valuable database, man. You know, whether it's, whether it's you or, or your, your colleagues creating, you know, the PD courses, you can say to teachers, Hey, here's your lesson plans or here's your PD or whatever. Um, or it could even be just collaborating with people that already have them. Like there's people that already have, you know, PD courses for teachers might be like, hey, I got this database of a thousand people. You know, do you want me to sell the the PD course to them, and and we split it fifty fifty? That could be an option too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, hey, man, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover. So there's going to be a lot of people listening to this. They're like, this guy is awesome. He's inspiring. He's cool. I want to follow him. Is the best place just to check out your blog, or should we follow you on social as well? What do we do there? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Elliot Zelinskis, but because my name is so long, mm. Twitter doesn't even allow like all the characters of my name. So the only other social that I have is Twitter and you could follow me. It's Elliot Zelly. It's just like part of my last name. So E-L-L-I-O-T-T-Z-E-L-I. -T -T -E and that's my Twitter handle, but it's also on the blog coursefounders.com and that might be just easier to get to. Awesome. Yeah. I feel you with that surname, man. Now I know why. <laughs> Why Gary V is Gary V. You know, I should have right. just, just gone John O.P. with everything. It would have been way <laughs> easier. <laughs> um, all right. Well, cool, man. That's all I wanted to get through. Is there anything I should have asked you but forgot to or anything you want to finish us off with? Honestly, I just want to say thank you for having me. This has been awesome.
No, man. Super inspiring story and great to connect. Cool. Appreciate it, Jano. Hey, course creators, real quick before we get into today's episode, I've got a little favor to ask. As a lot of you are probably aware, one of my goals for this year is to get this, is to massively grow this podcast and get it to be one of the top-ranking podcasts in the, the marketing space. Uh, to do that, what really helps is if I can generate as many uh, ratings as, as reviews as possible from listeners. So if you're a returning listener, if you could take a couple seconds and just give me a, a quick rating and review on Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you listen to, that would mean the world, that would mean the world to me. Anyway, let's get to today's show. 